Let's open our Bibles, turn to Joshua chapter 2. I love the book of Joshua. It's full of action. And it's full of faith. We need faith, folks. Let's grow in faith. Amen. So this is a story about the city of Jericho and the spies who went in to figure things out. So today we're going to talk about Jericho and the spies. And this story is a story about the beginning of hope. It's the unfolding of God's hope. It's about God's plan that he is beginning to work out. This is found in the book of, of Joshua chapter 2. So Joshua has recently become the leader of all the Israelites. There's about two to three million people. That's a lot of people to move across the wilderness and then to take across the Jordan into the land. And it's a lot of pressure. Now we looked at this a couple weeks ago where God gave this message to Joshua. He told them, be bold. Be strong. Because your God is with you. I want you to tell the person next to you that message. Say, tell them, be bold, be strong. God is with you. Amen. So Joshua now is the leader. Now he himself had been one of the spies from 40 years ago that Moses sent into the land. Do you guys remember how many spies did Moses send to spy out the land? How many? Twelve. <laughs> That's good as for us. Twelve. They were and they came back with some good news and some bad news. They came back and said, the land is awesome. But there's too many people, too many giants, there's no way we can take it. That was all of them except for two guys. Joshua and Caleb. Now Joshua, he's the leader now. And he decided he's going to send out spies. But do you know how many he sent? Did he, did he send 12? <laughs> he only sent 2. Duh. 
And that her house was a house of prostitution. Na nyumba yake ilikuwa ni fazi ya kufanya ukaba. And I want to talk about that just a little bit. Napenda niseme kidogo kuhusu hii. As we read this, uh, the the people who read this in the original language, they say that the words that are used, they're not like they went in to find a prostitute. Wakati yenyewe wanatumia hii neno mkaba, hayamaanisha kusema wapembelezi walienda kutafuta mkaba. Because homes like this in those days it said they were both could be like a regular hotel and it could be a place of prostitution. Ah kwa wakati wa zamani manyumba kama hii iliweza kuwa hoteli wale ilikuwa fazi tu ya kusharatika. But they went into this house and they spent the night there. Na walienda kule na walilala tu siku moja. Now if you're cynical and you're like looking for sin you're probably going to say oh yeah those guys went in and they slept with a prostitute. Mnajua kama wanao kumsharati unaangalia wale watu wako na injamlo wanasema hapa banaenda nabo. But the language in the original language doesn't really look like that at all. Lakini kwa kisa na tafsiri hawapendi hawasemi vile vile. One thing I love about the Bible is it tells the truth. Yenye napenda na Biblia inasema mpaka ukweli. When somebody who's supposed to be a good person commits an act of adultery or something like that the bible tells about it wakati mtu anafanya tendo ya usharati mbiblia biblia inaisema wazi but in this passage we don't see anything like that lakini wakati tunasoma hii mstari hawasemi vile they were just sneaking into the city to find out what they could find out walikuja tu kujifuchamisha ndani ya ile nyumba ili wafutafute yenye walikuwa wanatafuta and it was a god appointed uh, moment na ilikuwa ni wakati yenye mungu aitarisha They went in and they hid in this house because it was a place where you could sleep. And she, this woman Rahab, she hid them up on the roof. Now, on her roof, they had uh, flax, it's kind of a, a wheat kind of a thing straw that they were drying out on the roof. Mnacho wakati wa zamani balikuwa na tia sasa majani yenye walikuwa nafanya nayo juu kwa kupanga you know so it now becomes difficult. I'm just trying to explain the whole idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to translate. Okay, so they went up and they 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 slept on the roof and she covered them with uh the the wheat the flax walifuchama kule malata na yeye alibeba majani alibafinika but it's very interesting they had a conversation that night inakuwa kushangasha walikuwa na maongezi ile usiku and we're going to look at some of the things that were said there tutakwenda kuangalia bitu kidogo vinye balisema ile usiku there's three parts to this message i want to tell you kuko vipande tatu ya mjumbe napenda nimeambia leo the first part is the facts ya kwanza ni bitu wenye ya kuonekana we got to know what's true tunapasha kujua ya kweli ni nini the second part is the danger ya pili inakuwa ni hatari yenye viko ndani and the third part is the faith 
Na ya tatu inakuwa ni imani. If we're going to overcome our problems we have to have faith. Tukipenda kuwa washindaji wa mambo yetu tunapaswa kuwa na imani. But first let's look at the fact. Lakini ya kwanza tuangalie bienye vilikuwa naonekana bia kweli. Rahab this woman had come to an understanding of what was going on. Rabu alikuwa mwenyewe mwanamke mwenye alielewa vitu vilikuwa nafanyika. And she made a confession. Na alikiri wala litubu. She said I know that the Lord is handing this land over to you. Alisema najua kusema Bwana amemipatia hii mgeni mikononi mwenu. I know the Lord is handing this land over to you. Najua Mungu alishamipatia hii mgeni mikononi mwenu. She had a certainty in her heart. Alikuwa na ile uhakika. She knew what was going to happen. Alijua ni nini itafanyika. See they'd heard all about what Israel had done. Walisikia bienye Israeli alifanya. They heard about the Red Sea. Balisikia hadithi ya bahari mwekundu. That these 2 million people the water just opened up in front of them and they walked across. Kusema maji lifunguka na hawa watu milioni mbili walitambuka. And then the greatest army in the world was drowned in the Red Sea. Na ile jesi kubwa ya ile wakati ilimezwa na maji kwa hiyo wakati. And then they went through the wilderness. Na walipita mjangwa. And they fought many battles. Na walipigana mavita mingi. And they defeated all their enemies. Na walipata ushindi kwa maadui yote. So the people in in the land that became known as Israel, they're all scared. Na watu wote wenye walikuwa nakutana na Israeli walikuwa na uoga. Because they know something's coming. Balijua kuna kitu kiko nafanyika. And Rahab she says I know I know God is giving this land to you. Na Rahab alisema najua Mungu alishamipatia hii mgeni. Now she was in a position to make a decision. Yeye alikuwa pafazi ya kubeba mpango. It's like many of us here today. Iko sasa wengi wetu leo. We have to make a decision. Tunapasha kubeba mpango. She's living in Jericho. Anaishi Muyeriko. There's a king in Jericho. Kuna mfalme Muyeriko. He can do anything he wants. Anaweza fanya yote anapenda. He could kill anybody who's against him. Anaweza uua mtu wote mwenye anampinga. But she could see what's coming. Lakini yeye aliona nini kunafanyika. She had the the presence of mind to make a decision. Akili yake ilimsaidia kwa kubeba mpango. Who is she going to go with? Ni nani mwenye yeye ataenda naye? Is she going to go with the king of Jericho or is she going to go with the Lord? Je, ataenda na huyu mfalme wa Yeriko wala ataenda na na Bwana? Folks, we got to make that decision. Wapenda tunapasha kubeba mpango. Who are you going to go with? Nani mwenye utaenda naye? You going to go with the Lord? Je, utaenda na Bwana? Are you going to go with that local power who's right over you right now? Wala utaenda na ile nguvu yenyewe iko fazi kwenye unaishi. Rahab took her own life and the life of her whole family into her hands. Rabu alisaidia maisha yake na maisha ya jamaa yake mzima. Because she took the side of these spies. Kwa ajili alibeba ngambo wala alienda ngambo ya wapembelezi. She was betraying all the people of Jericho. Na yeye ali toa mgini mzima because she could see what was coming kwa ajili alichua ni nini kunafika she could see that god is coming into town aliweza kuona kusema mungu iko na kuja mgini and there's no fighting against god na hauwezi napigana na mungu folks i want to tell you that right now wapenda napenda nielezee leo you might be facing a very difficult situation in your own life unaweza kukutana na mambo ya nguvu sana maisha yako i've got good news for you lakini niko na habari njema juu ya god is coming to town 
Mungu iko na kuja mumuji. God is coming to your house. Iko na kuja mnyumba yako. And you have to make a decision. Na wewe unapasha beba mpango. Are you going to go on God's side or are you going to fight against God? Je, utaenda ngambo ya Mungu au utapigana naye? That's the only choice. Ndio kitu moja unaweza chagua. Are you with me? Tuko pamoja? Who are you going to fight for? Wewe utaenda ngambo gani? Whose side are you going to go on? Utaenda ngambo gani? She acknowledged. She said Rahab said God's providence in Israel. God is coming to Israel. Is coming to Canaan. Alisema Rahabu, Mungu iko na kuja mkanana. God owns this land. Hii mjini ni yake yeye. God's presence is with Israel. Uwapo wa Mungu uko na Israeli. And God is the king of the universe. Na yeye Mungu ni mfalme wa ulimwengu mzima. I'm going to go with him. Nitaenda naye. Amen. Amen. That's what we need to do folks. Njoo yenye tunapasha kufanya wapendwa. We need to decide are we going to go with God or are we going to go with the world? Tutabeba mpango kwenda na Mungu wala kwenda na dunia. The fact is God is going to win. Yenye tunaweza kuona ni kusema Mungu atapata ushindi. We just went through the whole book of Revelation. Tulimaliza kitabu ya ufunuo. Who wins in the end? Nani anapata ushindi kumwisho? Amen. God wins. Mungu anapata ushindi. Let's go with the winners. Kumbi twende na mwenye anapata ushindi. Hallelujah. Amen. But you know it isn't easy always. Mnajua sio mwepesi kila wakati. It isn't necessarily easy to go with God even though we know he's going to win. Sio mwepesi kwenda na Mungu hata kama tunajua yeye ndio mshindaji. All around us are the people of Jericho. Kwa jili kando kando yetu watu wote ni wa Jericho. This is the influence of the king of Jericho. Na wote wale wanatuzunguruka ni batu beko chini ya ufalme ya Mungu wa dunia. And he dominates. Na yeye anapata ushindi. And he rules with an iron fist. Na anatawala na ile bakora ya chuma. So no matter what's coming against you, I want you to never forget God is still coming. Ingawa yote itafika kwako, uje kusema Mungu iko na kuja. So you're in school and you're struggling with your schoolwork. Uko kumasomo na unahangaishwa na kazi yako ya kumasomo. You're struggling with the influence of the people around you. Unahangaishwa na watu wale wanakuzunguka. I really love this youth group over here folks. Napenda hawa vijana wiko hapa. And some of them are going to be going to college pretty soon. Wengine wao wataenda kukolege mashuhuri kidogo. And I'm praying for them right now. Na miko nabombea sasa hivi. Because when they go to college they're going into a new environment. Kwa jili wakati wanaenda kukolege ni fasi mpya where the influence of this world is going to really tempt them. Kuko ile influence ya université iko na bakokota. And what I want to see from them is to understand God is still God. Tayenye napenda kuona hawa watoto kuelewa ni kusema Mungu anabaki Mungu. And I am praying for them that they like Rahab would know that God is handing this land over to you. Na nabaombea wakwe kama Rahabu wakujua kusema Mungu ashabeba hii mgini. That's the fact. But then there is danger. Let's look at this next slide. This is the danger. If we're going to see God be victorious, we have to obey him. Obedience is mandatory. You have to obey God's will. Unapasha eti neno ya Mungu. You've got to make a decision to obey him. Unapasha beba mpango ya kumtii. The option of not obeying God is death. Kama aumtii Mungu, njia tu ni moja ni kifo. It just doesn't look like that right now. 
Kwa hiyo wakati ayonekane kama vile. You and I we've got to believe. We na mimi tunapasha amini. The spies were talking to Rahab. And they made she said please save our lives and the life of my family. And so the spies said to them okay we'll do that. The house where Rahab was living was right on the wall. And at her house the window opened and there was the wall and you could look down to the ground. It was probably way up high maybe as high as as this ceiling here. And her window looking out from her house would have been at the top of the wall. And so she could open her window and look down to the ground. And she said the, the spy said to her if you and all your family come into your house right here we will save your lives. So if you bring everyone in here anyone in this house will not be killed. Ukileta watu ndani ya hii nyumba, mtu wote mwenye atakuwa ndani ya nyumba atauawa. But if anybody leaves this house, their blood is on their own head. Lakini kama mtu anakataa kuingia ndani ya hii nyumba, atafariki nje na damu yake itakuwa juu yake yeye peke. So, listen church, there's a lesson here. Sasa munisikie kanisa. I want you to live. Napenda uishi. God wants you to live. Mungu anapenda uishi. But you have to make a decision. Lakini unapasha beba mpango. You have to obey God. Unapasha kumtii Mungu. You have to do what God says. Unapasha fanya nyenye Mungu anasema. You know there are a lot of people who call themselves Christians. Mnajua watu wengi wanajiita wa Kristo. And they want to believe that they're going to heaven and that they're living their life right. Na wanapenda kuamini kusema batenda kumbingu kwa ajili ya maisha yabo ni mzuri. But they also at the same time want to live out there with all their friends out in the world. Na kwa ile wakati moja moja wanapenda tena kuishi na marafiki yabo kule nje. They want to go and live the life of somebody who is not a Christian. Wanapenda kuishi maisha na watu bali abiko ba Kristo. But still call themselves a Christian. Wanajiita wa Kristo. So they've got one foot in the boat of Christianity. And they've got another foot in the boat of the world. Now what would happen if I'm standing like this and I've got one boat here and one boat there? What's going to happen? Sasa mwe mjiulize, mguru moja If I have got one foot in each boat, what happens to the boats? Sasa muniambie hii mitumbu ikazao nini nisikutembea. The boats are going to move. Which way? <laughs> one's going to go that way, one's going to go that way. Where am I going to go? Into the water. <laughs> Before you go to the water, you'll be divided. Yeah, I'll two. be split in half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Wakati leo natia mgulu mmoja mtumbu mwingine ingine mtumbu mwingine na hii mtumbu inaanza kuenda ujiulize utakuwa wapi utenda mumaji kweli lakini mbele uende mumaji unakabulana mkatikati vipande mbili ndio unaenda mumaji sasa Which boat are you going to be in church Ni mpango yako utaingia mtumbu gani We got to make that decision Napasha bibele mpango God is going to save us yes 
Mungu atatuokoa ni kweli. But we will be saved if we put ourselves in the right place. Lakini tutaokolewa mpaka wakati tunaditia pafazi yenye nastahili. There's something that God's going to do. Kuna biti benye Mungu anaweza fanya. And there's something you have to do. Na benye wewe unapasha fanya. The hard work God does. Kazi ya nguvu Mungu anaifanya. But you and me we just have to make a simple decision. Lakini wewe na mimi tunapasha kuwa mpango rahisi. Are we going to go into the house of safety or are we going to go playing with the world? Tunapenda kwenda pafazi penye tutaokolewa wala fazi kwenda kucheza na dunia. The, the spies said very clearly if anybody leaves this house they're going to be in complete danger. Wapembeleza alimwambia wazi kama mtu anatoka ndani ya nyumba yako damu yake itakuwa juu yake. Now if the family of Rahab decided you know if some of the the people said you know I'm sick and tired of being in this house Israel's out there we're okay here I'm just going to go for a walk. Tubebe kwa mfano Watu walikuwa tu ndani ya nyumba ile ya Rahabu lakini mmoja anasema ah nacho kama ba Israeli wetangu walisimama pale acha nyenye nikazunguluke kwanza I'm going to go play with my friends right now Acha nicheze kuna barafuti yangu hapa kidogo I'm going to go do the things that I was told that I'm not supposed to do Me, <laughs> I'm sorry I was a little bit distracted because some people are suffering they're struggling with the sun there Oh yeah can we have some help putting this shade down guys Thank you. Oh, Tim's got it. Okay. So, um the person who decides I'm going to go out of the house and I'm going to go play with my friends. Mtu mwenye anabeba mpango anasema nitaenda kule nje nikacheze na barafuti yangu kwanza. And that's the time that the attack comes from Israel. Njoo wakati yenyewe Israeli ana afika sasa kwa vita. He's dead outside his house. Atafariki nje. The only safe place is inside the house. Fazi moja pazuri ni ndani ya nyumba ya Rahabu. It's a clear message, right? Ili mjumbe kuwazi, si vile. You got the message? Unasikia mjumbe? Where are you going to put your faith? Utatia imani yako wapi? Where are you going to put yourself? Utaditia wepeke wapi? I think the people who go outside don't really believe in this word. Unajua watu wale wanaendaka nje hawaamini hata muhimu jumbe tu kunasema hapo. But there's a serious danger for not paying attention. Lakini kuna hatari kubwa wakati usikie hii mjumbe. Let's pay attention. Tusikie hii mjumbe vizuri. Okay, the first word, what was it? Kitu kwanza ilikuwa nini? The fact, right? Bitu ya kuonekana. God is coming and he's taken over. Bitu ya kuonekana ni kusema Mungu atabebe lifazi na atawina. The second word we're looking at now there's a danger, a serious danger. Ya pili ni kuna hatari, hatari ya kweli. The last word I want to give you is the faith. Ya mwisho neno napenda nipateni imani. After this whole conversation and the spies were escaped out of the window. Kisha hii maongezi yote hawa pembelezi walishuka kudirisha. Because you see the town had heard that these spies had come to Rahab's house. Uh, kusema, so the king sent people to, to Rahab. Hey, where are those guys? And she had hidden them up on her roof. And, and she told them, "Yeah, yeah, they were here, but before the gates were closed tonight, they left and they went out the gate." Na alivambia kweli walikuwa hapa lakini mbele bafunge ile barrier walitoka walienda. If you hurry and go, you can catch them. Mkikimbia mnaweza kubabamba. 
So they ran away and looked for the men who were not there. Meanwhile, she goes up to the roof and she has this conversation with these men. And she tells them, I know we're in big trouble. Will you please save us? Save me and my family. So that's when they made the arrangement. You guys all got to come into your house, you stay in your house and you'll be safe. Walisema kweli lakini ita jamaa kuna mtu wote unapenda kukua aikale ndani ya nyumba yako. They told her put a, a red rope outside of your window. Banasema hivi utie kamba ya mwekundu ku dirisha yako. And we'll tell the army the window with the red cord running out of it you don't attack that house you save those people na tutaelezea jinsi yetu kusema dirisha yenye mtaona iko na kamba ya mwekundu msi uwe watu wale kuviko ndani i love the symbolism of that red cord napenda hii mfano ya kamba mwekundu you know what it speaks about najana maanisha nini the red blood of jesus inaonesha damu mwekundu ya yesu out of your window of your house over your house is a red cord when you follow Christ you accept him and you invite him into your house he, there is a protection over you and we have to take that seriously families i want to encourage you to have a time of inviting jesus into your house mothers and fathers invite jesus into your home husbands and wives Spend time together in prayer welcoming Jesus into your home. Bibi na Bwana mbebe wakati ya kumkaribisha Yesu mnyumba yenu. For those of you who are single people, be serious about inviting Jesus to come in and rule in your house. Hata wewe ule ngali mbaraga bado uyaoa inawezekana umwalike Yesu maisha yako. If you have people living with you, get together with them and pray with them. Kama kuna watu naishi nabo, mkutane pamoja na mmwalike Yesu. Invite Jesus in. Mumwalike Yesu. And so that there will be a red cord over your house. Njo pale mtakuwa na hii kamba ya mwekundu kunyumba. It is the sign that will tell this house belongs to God. Inakuwa ni alama ya kusema hii nyumba ni ya Mungu. You cannot destroy this house. Amuwezi na ribu hii nyumba. We will protect this house. Tutakinga hii nyumba. It's like the children of Israel they they put the blood of the lamb over the doorposts. Inakuwa sasa watoto wa Israeli wali Church we need to put a sign up. Wapenda tunapasha kutia alama. We need to have a sign on our house that says this place belongs to God. Tunapasha kuwa na alama ya kusema hii fazi ni ya Mungu. I'm not just saying you put a sign on your front door, you paint something out there. I'm saying there needs to be a spirit in your house that says God is alive and he's over this house. Atuseme tu ende kunyumba na uandike kukibambazi yako ifazi ni ya Mungu lakini ni roho ya Mungu unapasha kuyalika ndani ya nyumba. Are you with me church? Tuko pamoja kanisa. Ask the person next to you, are you with? Are you paying attention here? Umuulize jirani wako, unasikia mzuri? I'm a little nervous because you guys are so quiet. Binaza kuniogopesha moyo mko kimya sana. We're together, right? Tuko pamoja sivili. Hallelujah. Amen. So these men 
They talked this out with Rahab, they made their agreement and then they escaped out of the window. Hawa watu walibeba mpango ile na Rahabu na walikimbia kupita kutoka kudirisha. And they went up into the hill and they hid until those men who were out there came back to the city. Walienda walijifuchamisha mpaka wakati wale watu walikuwa wanatafuta walirudi njo wanaendelea. And then they made a declaration. Na walisema hivi. I want you to think about this. Napenda usikie. They said Surely the Lord is handing over all the land to us. Na walisema kwa kweli Mungu ametupatia mgeni mzima. All the people who live here are afraid of us. Wote wanaishi hapa huko na uoga na sisi. Church I want to put that message in your heart. Napenda kutia hii mjumbe muro yako. God is over you. Mungu yuko na wewe. God is inside you. Mungu yuko ndani yako. And you go to school, you go to work and it feels like everybody's against you. Unaenda kumasomo wala kukazi unaona kusema watu wote hawakutaki. Maybe even you feel that way in your own family. Hata ndani ya jamaa yako unaanza kujisikia vile. I want to encourage you to take a stand. Napenda usimame na nguvu yote. And make a declaration. Na useme hivi. Say surely the Sema, Lord is giving me this land. Sema kwa kweli Mungu amenipatia hii mgeni. Say that over your home. Sema juu ya nyumba yako. Say that over your apartment complex. Sema hii kwa apartment yako. Surely the Lord is giving me this place. Kweli Mungu ananipatia hifadhi. You see your words matter. Unajua masemo yako iko na maana sana. You have to make a declaration of what God's purpose is. Unapasha kukiri yenye mipango ya Mungu iko. There is something very important about the spoken word. Kuna kitu moyo nguvu kwa neno yenye tunasema. Even if you are the only one who hears it. Hata kama ni wewe peke unaisikia. If you're afraid to talk to somebody else about it, you start by talking to yourself. Kama uko nasikia boga kuelezea mtu, ukwe na nena hivi bitu kwako wewe peke. Stand in your living room and say, this house belongs to God. Usimame msalo yako na unasema hii nyumba ni ya Mungu. And the Lord is handing this land over to me. Na Mungu alishanipatia hii mikono. Anyone out there is afraid. Bale watu wote wiko nje wiko na bomba. But I am bold. Lakini mie niko muodari. Even if you feel scared to death, you need to start saying I am bold. Hata kama uko nasikia boga unasema mie niko muodari. Are you hearing me? Nanisikii. Even if you're afraid, say I am bold. Hata kama boga inakujaa, sema miko muodari. God told me to be bold. Kwaje Mungu aliniambia nikuwe muodari. I'm going to obey. Na nitatii. Even if I'm afraid. Hata kama niko na woga. I'm still going to be bold. Nitaendelea kuwa muodari. I'm going to take this land. Nitabeba hii mgeni. I'm going to own this house. Ni hii nyumba itakuwa yangu. It belongs to God. Ni ya Mungu. And he's going to take over. Na yeye ata Your words matter. Maneno yako inajali. Now, I've been talking about physical property. Nilikuwa nasema kuhusu vitu vya kupapasa. But I want you to expand your thinking into relationships around you. Napenda sasa ubebe hii uipeleke mahusiano yako. For you and I to begin to make declaration about God's purpose in these relationships. Kwa wewe na mimi tukwe nasema na nena misemo juu ya Mungu mahusiano wetu. Begin to say God is the Lord of my marriage. Waanza kusema Mungu ni bwana wa ndoa yangu. There is hope for my marriage. Kuko tumaini juu ya ndoa yangu. I speak out hope for my children. Ninasema tumaini juu ya watoto wangu. My children belong to Jesus. Watoto yangu biko kwa Yesu. How about this one? My children are coming back to Jesus. Unaweza kusema hata watoto wangu banamrudiria Mungu. Just declare it. Unene, useme. Are you with me? Tuko pamoja. 
You see, God is in the business of taking back what the enemy has stolen. Kazi ya Mungu kwa hii wakati ni kubeba byenyewe shetani aliiba. You see the, the town of Jericho belonged to God already. Munachua hii mgeni ya Yeriko ilikuwa ya Mungu tayari. All the land of that was gonna, was of Canaan belongs to God. Hii Kanani mzima ilikuwa ni ya Mungu. And God was telling Israel, I want you to go in and begin to take it. Na Mungu aliambia Israeli, napenda muende na muibebe. I feel like you and I were in the same place. Nasikia sasa wewe na mimi tuko fazi moja. God is telling you and me, I want you to go in and take it. Mungu anakuelezea wewe na mimi uende na ubebe. You take the land. Wewe beba mgeni. You take the territory. Beba ile kipande ya mgeni yako. Begin to occupy. Na ukwe na ikaa pale. Now, I want to go into the life of Rahab a little more. Nafanya niingie kidogo ndani ya maisha ya Rahabu kidogo. You know, it's a little embarrassing, you know, you think God is using a prostitute to accomplish his will. Mnachua inakuwa nasumbua sana wakati mnafikiri Mungu eko natumia mukaba kwa kufanya mambo fulani. But it shows us how great God is. Lakini inaonesha mara ngapi Mungu ni mwema. Are you with me? Tuko pamoja. God can use anybody. Mungu anaweza tumia kila mtu. And also God is not afraid of anything. Na Mungu ana anawoga ya kila kitu. You know, a religious person would go, "Oh, I'm not going to go into that house. I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole." Mnajua mtu anapenda kujiona kama ni wa Mungu sana. Sitaenda kule sitagusa bile vitu. But God is saying, "No, we're going to have victory through this woman." Lakini Mungu anasema, "Ushindi tutapata ni kupitia huyu mukaba." I want to tell you more about this woman Rahab. Napenda nieleze kidogo kuhusu huyu mukaba Rahabu. She was saved, she and her whole family. Yeye aliokolewa yeye na jamaa yake. But that's not the end of the story. Aiko mwisho ya hadithi. She ended up marrying somebody from Israel. Alimalizia kwa kuolewa na mmoja wa Israeli. I think it was probably one of those two spies. Mie nadhania iko katikati hapa mapembelezi bawili, mmoja alimwona bibi. We don't really know. Atujue. But she married somebody from Israel. Lakini aliolewa na Muisraeli mmoja. But you know who she became a grandparent of? Mnajua alijikutana na kwa kambo yake ya nani? Eventually down the line of her children there came a man named Boaz. Kukizazi yake ndio kulitoka mtu mwenye anaitwa Boaz. And this man Boaz married a woman named Ruth. Na Boazi alioa Ruta. And Boaz and Ruth, they became the grandparents eventually of King David. Na huyu Boazi na Ruta ndio bakambu yake ya mtu anaitwa Daudi. And do you know who came out of the line of David? Na mnajua ni nani alitoka mkizazi ya Daudi? Jesus. Ni Yesu. You see Jesus isn't afraid of anything. Na Yesu ana na woga ta kitu. He could have picked anybody to be in his heritage. Angeweza kubeba kila mtu kumtia ndani ya utawala wake. But he picked this woman who was not a Jew. Akina alibeba huyu mwanamke mwenye aiko muyuda and who actually was known as a prostitute. Na mwenye alijulikana kama mukaaba. And she became the grandmother of kings. Jo mwenyewe anajikutana na kuwa kambo yake ya falme. The king of kings. Na anakuwa kambo yake ya mfalme wa falme. Folks, that's some good news right there. Wapenda si habari njema hii. If God can use Rahab, he can use you and me. Kama Mungu anaweza tumia Rahabu mwenye alikuwa mukaba, anaweza kutumia wewe na mimi. Are you with me church? Tuko pamoja. 
Let's not be afraid of who people are and what the stigma they have on them. Kumbi tusiwe na uboga ya yenye batu biko na yenye batu wanazanya biko. Let's have the eyes of Jesus. Tuwe na macho ya Yesu. To see what God can pick out of the world. Ili tuwezi kuona yenye Mungu anaweza kutosha mdunia. God can raise up anybody out of whoever he chooses. Mungu anaweza tumia kila mtu kwa kufanya kazi yenye anapenda. God can raise a king out of you. Mungu anaweza kutosha mfalme kutoka wewe. God can raise a conqueror out of you. Mungu anaweza kutosha mshindaji ndani yako. God can win the world through you. Mungu anaweza kushinda dunia mzima kupitia wewe. And he wants you to start with your family. Na anapenda wewe uanze na jamaa yako. Begin to take the land by taking your family and bringing them together. Beba kwanza jamaa yako irudishe pamoja. Start reaching out to your family and praying with them and talking to them about being conquerors. Wende angalia mjamaa yako usadie kila mtu uelezee namna gani wanaweza kuwa washindaji. Now I know some of you that you're going there's no way I could have a prayer meeting with my family. Wengine hapa wanasema eh mimi niombe na jamaa yangu bitanzaje. I want to encourage you you begin to take a step. Napenda nikwambie anzisha kwanza. Husbands and wives you need to pray together. Bibi na Bwana, mnaweza kwanza kuomba pamoja. You need to pray together. Muna ni tafadhali mkwe naomba pamoja. If you're not married yet, you need to start praying. Kama baada uyaolewa, unaweza hata kwanza kuomba wewe. Get together with those close people in your home and you begin to pray and you conquer in Jesus name. Unakutana na watu wale wako pembeni wa jirani yako, mnaomba na mnapata ushindi mchina la Yesu. See God's got big plans. Mungu iko na mipango mzuri. And he plans to use you. Na anapanga kukutumia. We just have to submit. Tunapasha kujiachilia. To him. Kwake. Amen. Amen. God, we lift up praise before you. Baba, tunasifu jina lako. Church, let's just applaud the Lord together. Let's give him Acha tumpikie Bwana makofi. Lord Jesus, we love you. Bwana Yesu, tunakupenda. And we hide ourselves in the safety of your arms. Na tunajificha ndani ya ukingo wa mikono yako. And Lord, I pray if any are straying, you'll bring them back. Naomba kama kuko mtu mwenye alipotea umrudishe. In the name of Jesus. Mujina la Yesu. Lord, I bless this church in Jesus name. Nabariki kanisa mujina la Yesu. I speak to you church, may the Lord bless you. Naomba kusema kanisa Mungu amebariki. May the Lord keep you. Abikinge. May the Lord be gracious to you. Na neema yake iwe juu yenu. May the Lord give you healing. Na amipatie matunzo. May the Lord give you peace. Amipatie amani. Hallelujah. May the Lord bestow his favor upon you. Acha Mungu afanye upya neema yake juu yenu. And may the light of the Lord rise up upon you. Na nuru ya Mungu ionekane juu yenu. And give you peace. Na mipatie amani. In Jesus name. Mjina la Yesu. God bless you church. Mungu amebariki kanisa. Love one another. Twende na upendo. In Jesus name. Mjina la Yesu. Hallelujah. Amen.